0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of What the Fuck Is Going On? We are back, back, back again with a new episode this week. We said even though Corona is happening, we still got you. We are still here. We are the one constant in your life. Ask your boyfriend, is he as constant as us? No, he's not. So listen, yeah, we are here for you. And this week's episode, we are literally we're making a rule. Anyone who says the C-word. Hashtag corona. We'll be fined five pounds. So this is a corona-free episode. So we're gonna, because I know the news and everything must be stressing you out. So like, yeah, we're not gonna be talking about corona today. So fuck the corona. As from now on, if anyone says to see where you hear girls, you'll be dropping five five pounds into my bank account.
1: You're her? I was just about to say you've literally said it three times, so that's fifteen pounds already. Yeah. I said after I said it. Okay. Because I had to
0: let them know that we weren't gonna say it.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm down.
2: Okay, can we all just say one more one more time before we start?
0: Oh yeah, Corona. Done. Okay, Corona, done. Okay, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is it. We are a <clears throat> free Podcast today. Um, so what are we gonna be talking about, ladies? So today we're actually gonna be talking about a topic that is close and dear to our hearts, and um, it's gonna be more of like sexual assault in the African community. Looking at all those creepy pot belly uncles, those uncles that when you go to party like this, their eyes will not leave your behind and your breasts. Every time they see you, they'll be saying, Oh, you have grown well. Look at you. When I saw you, you were yay hi, but now you're hi hi. Those creepy fucking uncles (laughs) Know them (laughs) Those are the ones that we're going to be Talking to today So ladies have you ever had An encounter with a creepy uncle Yes
2: Go on Sam Okay so once upon a time And I only just remembered it while you were talking So um, I think I was like 19, 20, 21 ish I was going out and then one of Like our family friends who's basically Like my dad's friend popped into mm. my dm so i was like oh hey i'm in your city what's happening in your city today and i was like oh there's a couple of clubs open i'm gonna be here you're more than welcome to come i was just being friendly like you know he's in town whatever little mm. did i know when he came out he was just being really flirty and he's like wow you've grown you have this you've that." it was just really awkward but luckily i was with like a group of my friends so i just found it weird and then at the end of the night he was just like oh yeah i have a hotel room booked if you want to come with me Huh? I was like, um, my mom is waiting for me to come home. My mom, is your friend, like, I just found that so weird, and I was horrified and so shocked. I was just like, oh no, thank you, uncle. Have a lovely night, and say hi to your wife and kids when you drive back home. It was so Jesus, awkward.
0: really fucking disrespectful to your yeah,
2: family. It was so I awkward. would say to my dad. I would snitch I, I mean, I told my mum about it. So now it's really awkward when we go to like family functions and we see him because it's just like, oh, you weirdo. And then you see him with his wife and kids and, you know, playing happy families. I'm just like, does your wife know you're trying to hit on me?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. That yeah. is so disgusting. Discre- like, why? What about it in their minds thinks that that's OK? Like, do they? Mm. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Was he hoping that you, he would be able to shoot you shot and it would work? I think so. I think that's what it was yeah. like. Especially he was like, yeah, you know, I've
2: got a hotel. Um, because we were getting taxis to go home. So I jumped into one. He jumped into another one. He was like, oh, you can come with me. I've got a hotel booked." And I'm thinking, you know, I this is, I live here. Like, why would I need to in your hotel room? To do what? Well, what are we doing in the hotel room? Because I don't know what people are doing in hotel rooms. unless. I maybe I misinterpreted what he meant, but I don't know if a man is inviting you to a hotel room. What do you want to do? Pray and
0: just- mm-hmm. are we doing Bible study? What is going on? My, mine is what is the concobility? Like, what gave you the goal? What gave you made you have the chance to come up to me and say, your fucking um your friend's daughter be like do you want to go to a hotel room with me?" are you dumb that was it's disrespectful to your parents it's disrespectful to the lord almighty jesus christ and it's disrespectful to you yeah
2: and the thing is during the night we were talking he was talking about all like when he used to babysit me and like take me to football and all that kind of stuff so i'm thinking how can you come from talking about me when i was young you taking me to football matches, you coming to football matches, to you saying, oh, do you want to come to my hotel room? It was just, for me, it was just so sickening and just ruined the whole, like, dynamic that we had.
1: Honestly. I remember when I was younger, going to, like, hairdressers, and you just know that the African uncles that are already there on the prowl, like, their eyes are just wide open for the young girls that are getting their hair braided. It was just so, like, such a traumatic experience. But you don't kind of take it as that, you just kind of, You know, know it's going to happen because, you know, I've seen it happen to my older sister. And then now that my younger sister is at the age where she's, you know, got a little body on her, she's, you know, she's still underage, she's 15. But when we take her to like parties and stuff, these men will be like, oh, how are you? How old are you? And then even when you tell them, excuse me, can you stop that? Because she's 15. Sometimes we'll even be like, she's 13. They're like, oh, come on, big girl like this. She can't be 13. I'm like, are you sick like it's just in their mind it's just okay and i just need to get to the deep rooted source as to why they think it's fine
0: yeah no pedophilia is definitely then forget sexual assault it's they add a little bit of pedophilia in their own that's what makes it extra fucking creepy as well so for me personally my mom has been how do i say it super because we're all girls my mom i've never seen a mom more protective I did not go to a sleepover till I was seventeen, and when I went to that sleepover, my mom was outside the house at six a.m. So I basically, because we fell asleep at three a.m. in the movie, so I basically put down my head for one hour. My mom, I, all we could hear five a.m. in the morning, prum prum. <laughs> <laughs> the car right now i was like mom this is so embarrassing this is brilliant people when you come and pick me up in the dead of the night <laughs> i was like you're sleeping out here all night she was like yes she got me in the car and that was like that was me at 17 y'all a big grown girl 17 your mom is telling you get inside the car so my mom is, and it's when we got older my mom was like listen my mom was like that what because she grew up with seven boys and she was the only girl and her my she was like my mom protected me like that because our society in Nigeria, there's a lot of, you know, creep, creepy oh, men. Yeah. So that was always in my head, that I do not want my children to go through that, to be through that. So my mom is, like, the most protective when it comes to that. Like, even, she doesn't, you think it's just uh, men? My mom doesn't trust women as well. Like, when it comes to child minding as well, my mom never left us with anybody, Anybody, if they, if she asks can my children come and they say no, you might do that, she said okay, then don't invite me because my mom's like, I'm not about to leave my children with people I don't know, mm-hmm. so I really appreciate that. And she's kind of taught that to me and my sister as well. She, my little sister Moni Lola, you should see the way when we go to Nigeria and everything, everyone is on alert. Me and my sister were like, Where is she going? Who she thought like, we keep an eye on her as well. We're all like super, you know, alert. And I think it doesn't need to be like that, like, we don't have to have this fear. But to be honest, is the fear is what that kept me and my sister safe. If you think about it, because my mom had put this into her head that like, you don't trust no man, you don't trust no woman, only trust Jesus Christ. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I think um, that
2: fear is needed, to be honest, because we live in a crazy world. I mean, I've heard dads who have raped their own daughters, for goodness sake. So I think in as much as it's, it's bad that we have to live in that fear, I think you always have to be cautious and just don't be too trusting because you don't know the kind of demons that are living in people these days
0: because no, honey no yeah. exactly so well i'm gonna give you some stats right now um that will actually shock you so amnesty international said that in south africa if anyone knows of africa as a continent they will know south africa is quite famous the rape capital for... yes so um amnesty international said that every six hours one woman is being sexually assaulted and killed one woman every six hours this is the average six hours guys and uh, who also said um who are helping us take care of the c word who also (laughs) said 50 percent of women in tanzania um said they have been sexually assaulted at one stage of their
1: life i think in terms of sexual assault that's like a, a completely i know it's like we're talking about you know uncles mm. and like pedophilia and stuff obviously most of that can lead to sexual assault but i want to get to the root cause as to why men think that way and then i i try to figure out like what what is it with africa in general mm. and you know that it only became illegal for men to marry young women at in 2003 so it wasn't like you know yeah it was a big but deal
0: you also, you also have to understand those african men that are coming up to this that's a form of sexual assault oh 100 oh, definitely you coming up to me saying oh you have grown to be no you're sexually assaulting me right now so that that's why i'm like that they need to understand that it's just not words you're making me feel uncomfortable you're making me feel like you know that i'm not safe right now so and that's the root is that why do they think it's okay because we also have in nigeria in the north i don't think I I think the age of consent is still 14 where you can marry. I'm not sure I need to look into that. But the age of consent in the north of Nigeria is still very fucking low. They're still marrying young children.
1: Yeah, and I guess with that, that kind of stems the idea of oh, any any girl is on the market, any girl is up for the taking because you know they're allowed. So why would you be shocked when an African uncle in a party he's got Guinness in one hand and he's licking his lips and he's got you know puff puff in the other hand and he's like, yeah, baby, I want to talk to you. Well, yeah, because he's allowed. He's always been allowed. So what would, what will make being in London or the Western world any different? You know? Yeah, that's
0: true that's a good point that's a good point i think we just i think at this point we need to speak to a psychologist or something because what is it that makes it okay it's i think men especially in africa because of our culture number one the man is the head that sort of culture and i think women are
2: just seen i think it goes back to women just being seen as sexual objects and just being seen as People that are there for sexual desires. So you see a young girl who's skinny, pretty, has a nice bum. You as a man, an African man, you're like, oh, that's nice. And you feel entitled that, yes, she's 50, she's underage, but I want her and I'm going to get her. Whether it means I'm going to go to her dad and say, can I marry your child with them I'm going to rape her, whatever. It's just that sexual nature that's just instilled in men. And that's, that's what they see when they see women. Nothing else. It's just, oh, she's sexually appealing, lovely. I want her. Age, whatever, that doesn't matter to them and that's very worrying mm-hmm. and I wonder if men who have daughters does their mentality change or do they still know like, it
0: have pedo behavior no it does not I think there's also a thing that I know I've noticed men that have you know that their children are girls it's like it's removed like their children is different than mm. anybody the girl that actually is somebody's child yeah mate. that is somebody's child I think it doesn't really connect for them and I don't know why but I just I just feel the culture, the misogynistic culture mm-hmm. in Africa is one that leads us down to all. Oh, I don't want to, like, you know, put a paintbrush, you know, I, I love Africa, and Nigeria, like, you know, my heart and all that. But still, we have to be
1: able to call shit out when we, when we see it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the media as well kind of perpetuates the same story. Every Nollywood film, the storyline is, you know, there's a wife then the dad now cheats on one young fine babe or the house girl. It's always like the girl that is being cheated And I've never watched an Hollywood movie and the girl that, you know, the dad leaves the mum for is an older, more sophisticated and intelligent. No, it's young, vulnerable, naive, you know, that kind of story. Why? Why must that always be the the narrative and it's
2: because it's seen as a norm i think nollywood is a great representative of how africans view themselves like i mean the movies that we tell are based on our lives so if that's the norm in our society it's all over in our movies it's quite concerning very concerning
1: completely
0: yeah and so ladies i put this question to you when you have kids now what steps would you take to protect them um oh wow that's a difficult one what would you tell them how would you you know um I don't
2: I would always make them very cautious of like even family members just be cautious of male relatives whatever don't be letting anybody touch you don't be sitting on anybody's lap just nobody should be touching you that's the one rule like they have no reason to be touching you that's the one rule that I would would give and also not that I'm playing a, a blame game but also I just feel like Kids are growing up a lot older and they're dressing up very mature and they look older. I mean, when I was 15, I definitely looked like a 15-year-old, I'm not going to lie. I didn't have eyelashes, I didn't have weave, and I wasn't wearing a house of CB dress. So I feel like dressing as well as a young person, especially when you know the kind kind of community we're in, I think it's also something that I would just be cautious of my kids and just make sure they're dressing their age because I feel like sometimes it's hard for these men to be able to tell. because sometimes I've looked at girls I've seen girls in the club who are underage but they're in the club so I'm a bit like um okay so not that I'm blaming dressing on how they're or whatever but I just feel like for me as a parent that's definitely something I would make sure of like my child looks her age because sometimes you can't tell to be
1: honest yeah, I mean, that's easiest than done. the girls that go to the club dressing up like that, I'm pretty sure when they left their mom's house, they were wearing jeans and well, their back-to-study shirts, the And they have yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. like, packed their mini-skirt in the bag. So it's like, it's such a heavy-loaded question, Lola. Thank you yeah, for they, such a terrible, a deep question. Yeah. It's hard. Like, how do you, how can you anticipate what you're going to do when you have kids? I think the whole sleepover things, that's a really big one yeah. for me because a lot of stuff happens when you least expect. And most of the times when you're trusting of yeah. a family, yeah. Like it's not, it's not good. So, I like, I like how my mom did the exact same. Like, I wasn't allowed a sleepover either. So, I think that would definitely be num- number one. But number two is kind of what you said, Sam. Like, speaking to your child, especially yeah. with your daughters, be open with them. Like, my mom, my first ever experience going to a club, I was with my mom. I was underage at the time, but she brought me in there, so I kind of saw already, and she was there to protect me. So it wasn't like anything. I wasn't shocked by anything or I wasn't, you know, kind of like, oh, well, what am I going to do? Or I wasn't thirsty for it, like, as well. Like, we need to make sure that our children, our daughters, aren't, like, hungry for things that they don't That's need true. to be hungry for. If we're open and honest with them, then it should be fine. But in terms of, like, how to combat men from They're looking, men gonna are look. always going to look. So that is my issue. I need society to help with this. They need to change the mindset of these guys or just kill them all <laughs> and start again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note,
0: especially that very important note. Now, if you you're, you've given birth and your child is a boy, how would you advise him? What would you say to him on I mean, how to treat I have women? a brother. Um,
2: just treat women the way you would treat your mother, and I would hope that he sees the way his dad treats me. Hoping this is, I think this is why it's important to 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 know who you're having a your child with. Because I'm hoping the way my husband treats me and the way he treats our daughters maybe will resonate to my son. And when he grows up, he, it's mm. he, it's it's not like for him to see a woman not being treated nicely would be a shock to him. I don't want him to be used to like, oh, yeah, you know, that's how you treat a woman. I want him to be horrified when he sees a guy not opening the door because he sees his dad doing it kind of thing. I just, It just has to be part of mm. the upbringing. It's not something that you can learn at 18. I think... How you raise your child at home is just very important and they just, they learn of their parents and people around them. So if you are having a healthy marriage and your, your husband is treating you nicely, the odds of your son
1: becoming really abusive are very unlikely. Completely agree. That is, I I feel like I can't even add to that. You know the saying where they say "do as I mm-hmm. say, not as I do." It never works. It never ever works because you can't tell a child, "Oh, do this," but then they see you doing something yeah. else. Or "Oh, we don't drink at this house," and then you're low key drinking at night. Of, of course, they're gonna think, "Well, if my mom is doing yeah, it, well, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it." Do you know what I mean? So that whole treatment of how you should treat your child, how you should treat the people around you, how just you as your behavior—that's the only way that's gonna save the next generation. But. Yeah. Is that going to be a thing when we've got so many broken homes?
0: No, honestly, this is like obviously a really deep issue that has lots of layers. But for me personally, I've always said it. God, please just give me a girl. Because I think with boys, mostly like, I just I find it really, really? Thoughts, Just in terms of like, I'm really, praying I'm for boys. Jesus, I don't, like, I don't want a girl. I don't have time boys. for that.
2: I want boys, 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 no. boys. Maybe one girl, but
0: give me boys. You know, I feel because you can You can teach your, the problem is that you can teach your boy, do not be a creep. But if all his friends are being a creep, you do understand in school, when they say, oh, even the comments they make, oh, her ass looks tight, that sort of thing. I've taught my boy that you don't need, you're not allowed to say that, you don't say that. But if he doesn't say that, then his friends will bully him for not saying that a girl's ass is tight. Do you see where I'm getting to? Like, the male culture is very hard for them in that, if I can say it all oh, well and good, his dad can tell him, if you say that a girl's assistant, I will knock you out. But if he doesn't, if he goes to school and says, telling the boys, guys, you know, stop saying that, talking about that, they will bully him, they'll beat him up. Do you get what I mean? And yeah. then obviously that's that's bad as well. So I'm just kind of like, give me a girl because girls, we don't have that culture. Like, I feel like girls, were allowed to have independent talk. Me and my friends, look at us here. We have three different, time, but we we never like, I'll never bully you for it. And like, I remember being in school, I could be like, yeah, I don't like, um, you know, what's it called, you know, this, um, what he's doing. And I'll go, oh yeah, cool girl, that's your opinion. And they'll leave it. But boys, they never leave it. You need to act a certain way as a man With other men so that they can respect you. And that is my issue. I just need everyone to teach their kids that you don't talk about women this way. Because if you know he now goes out and all his friends are like, Yeah, we're feminists, we don't talk like that. He too will be more comfortable in being openly a feminist. You get what I mean? So I don't know. So that is my thing. I'm just saying, Lord, maybe you should just give me girls because (laughs) I just ease it. And even talking about that, like my sister was saying, like, let's talk about African churches they encourage this behavior and i love god but i'm gonna say it with my chest yeah. the other day my sister said she got into a screaming match with her pastor because he said you know tell your girls to cover your body and my sister was like well tell your boys to be such a fucking stop being a fucking creep yeah and everyone was like everyone was like why would she say that and then this young boy this young boy that is the same age as my sister who's 17 was like yes pastor yeah girls should know how to dress well because i see all of them don't know how to dress i said as a you're west he was born in ireland he's he has he's supposed to have a westernized you know view on life and he's saying the exact same thing that women are the one you know they should cover their body because it makes us guys you know makes us do bad things <laughs> and obviously got so angry she was like shut up your mouth stop lying on girls everybody do you want me to s- expose here that you're selling drugs? Oh my like, <laughs> again, say, like she was, <laughs> uh, my mom was like sit down I was like no give me the bike pastor let me talk about this boy I have your snapchat bro I see you with those um, uh Euros. He has and she showed me this guy is 50-50 euro. He's been showing that <laughs> spraying girls' money he goes. I have your snapchat. I even saved the Snapchat, bro. Do you want me to shoot the whole church right now? As, As I'm a gangster gangster. Do you want me to? And then obviously that's when he was like, Yeah, okay, Declan, like take this too seriously. <laughs> But you get what I mean? So, like, that, if my sister did not pipe up in church that day, everyone would agree that nothing, would be like, yeah, that, and they would have clapped at that boy for making a point. So let's talk about that. Maybe we need I, to know. Pastor. I feel
2: like the number if, one place honestly, where you find PEDAs is African church. I just, I honestly, yeah. I've just had so many experiences and just... Like, I remember we used to go to, like, youth camps. Boys would purposely, like, sit in the back row. And they'll just, like, jing, like you know when you're going up for prayer? They would just sit in the back row so they can watch all the girls' moms yeah. while they're walking for prayer. Like, it's just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I remember that documentary you watched about that girl who was living at home. And her mom would have um, loads of different ch- church members staying with her. And those are the men who raped her and molested yeah. her. These are pastors and these were men from the church that her mom was looking after. And they, you know, raped her from a young age. And all of them did. And there's about four of them. I just no, honey.
1: Honestly. Yeah. It I, it makes me feel like, as well, I know that, you know, it's easy to uh, just put all the blame on African uncles and whatever. But True. the wives too. Like, the, the mom that was there. Like, why did you let them into your house? Like, I know you were trying to do a... Uh, a good thing for these men but okay you have a daughter you that should always be your in the forefront of your mind that should always be your priority even the african uncles move into girls in african parties most times they've come to these parties with their wives where are your wives are they not are you not checking out for your man like what what is going on what is the dynamic between them two yeah i feel like females need
2: to also speak up because i i hate the fact that a lot of african women mums they they act oblivious and they act as if they don't know what's going on when really you do but you're just afraid to speak up and say listen don't do that because a lot of times, it's, I'm sorry, but protecting your child is above everything. If you know somebody, if you suspect something, you should speak up. And a lot of times, things are are, are gone unsaid because the mom is in denial. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she's she's a she's ashamed uh-huh. that she failed and her child was hurt or whatever. But you need to open your mouth and speak because if you don't, no one else is going to protect your child. So that that element, I feel like the wives and the mothers. They also need to play their part as well because they're also helping these
1: men continue with their pedo behavior. Indeed, and they use I... the money as well. Like, I'm sorry, mm. did you know that the other day someone messaged me and was like, "Oh, did you did you hear about Nigeria being the sugar daddy capital?" I'm yep. like, "What? The sugar daddy capital?" But it, essentially, yeah, because we've been taught that. Rather, the girls too, when the, these old guys move them, they're like, "Oh, let's let's what's what's the word? It is finesse, finesse? Yeah, then. I think it is finesse, isn't it?" let's let's finesse them let's finesse them but i'm just like that as well is a toxic situation finessing yeah. older men for money that was going to be my next topic oh, sorry before <laughs> we get no 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 it's good you brought it up before we get into that
0: abby you go to church do you speak up when you hear such you know you know
1: women come at your body
0: you're tempting men what do you do in that situation
1: my church is a bit different because my church is catholic and it's mostly oh, yeah. white old, <laughs> old people what about so, white garment church yeah there's yeah. no there's not white garment church there's only like oh. 10 members so okay. yeah there's not it's hard for me to i've never experienced that in that sense because the churches i go to white garment is really small i don't go to a really big one and then the catholic no. church is just white old people so i haven't but i've seen it on like documentaries and i've seen it <laughs> there so yeah yeah, but I feel like in that sense yes it would be right you have to speak up because otherwise if you don't speak up then what
0: mm. now um, okay now some men argue that yeah you're saying that you know we are toasting we are toasting all these small small girls but they are the one that come to us for money you know and you cannot get anything for free they are the one that is looking for sugar daddy they want to live but at the same time I feel like this is my argument I'll let you guys have your argument mm. is that you are an adult this girl that's coming to you for money, and uh, you know, she's ready to get the money anyhow, anywhere. You are big, big age, you know, possibly over forty. This is a underage girl or even someone in her twenties. You it should be your responsibility to be like, no. I'm not going to do this with you, but here are the, another options for you to make money. But, or do you think that sugar babies and sugar daddies <laughs> are needed? Like, I don't know. I think, think I you're tapp-
2: tapping into another issue here, which is the second layer of this debate where we now look at females and the way 21st century and millennials are being raised. And I feel like there is a sugar baby culture where Mm. girls no longer want to work for what they have. They want the quick and fast way out, which is for sometimes it's just opening your legs. 20K has been given to you by an uncle because the uncle's rich and you want to make quick money and you don't value your body anymore and you want to do Instagram, babe. So I feel like that is a big millennial era. A lot of a lot of girls I know, a lot of my friends, a lot of females that I'm around, who've decided to be sugar babies because they don't want to work for their money. And yeah, and that's an issue because if you're the one who's luring men in, I'm sorry, but I'm a man. I want to have sex. You you want to have sex? It's a consensual thing. Two adults, both you know, participating, and we've all said that's fine. And you're
1: over age. Um, what is the issue? Mm. Okay. yeah there's yeah. What, honestly what is the issue there i can't see it either yeah. but the thing is when when the when the girl agrees to that in her mind she's think she's thinking yeah. of the end goal the money the cash yes like i can now mm-hmm. post my celine bag on instagram but you're not actually thinking about how your moral inside mm-hmm. you you can't control that you can't control how you feel morally about an action after you've done it mm-hmm. that's period no one can tell me that Ah, uh, yeah like even the girls out go to the bar and let men piss in their mouth you, you know, you know that you can't say, oh, yeah, it's, it's justified because I get to fly to Dubai and I get to share all the good life. No, sis, you're unhappy. Yeah. And also, I think,
0: you know, anyone who's a sex worker, that's fine um, because, you know, that's your system. But at the same time, men were stupid. They see that one young girl that is sleep- was able to sleep. they'll think all the girls want it, which I don't understand. Mm. They need to understand don't come up to me on the street, you know, saying, "Oh, baby, I'll take care of you" and all this fucking shit, mm. just because you're a girl and it worked. That's a they need men need to understand that every woman is different. I think that's the issue. That's the issue. Yep, yep, that yep. That is really the issue with some women. You know, that's totally fine, and you know, that's their life. But for me, it becomes sexual assault because yeah, I'm it, I'm not taking it that way at all. I'm not and. I and that's not the way i live my life so if you try to toast me be touching up my arm just because it worked for one girl it's not gonna work for me honey because yeah. i don't want that sort it of it also reminds mm. me like in the club yeah, well, I mean, there are two types so of guys I... in the club there's a guy who just
2: in the club who buy your drinks just because he's buying your drink and then there's a guy in the club who buys you a drink and then thinks that because he's bought your of champagne you have to sleep with him it's like no sir when you offered to buy the champagne you didn't tell mm. me that there's sex involved after you just said, Do you want a bottle? And I said, Yes. And so you bought the bottle we drank, we enjoyed. Now go to your house, I'm going to mine. Like, why do people why do men feel like once they they've just dropped smoke coin? I don't fucking ninety pounds for a champagne bottle. You think you're gonna sleep with me for champagne? Are you mad? Ninety pounds
1: <laughs> for ballet. Yeah, yeah. You should have brought out some some contracts for that if we knew, if I knew that I was gonna be the thing, I you know, you should have actually made it clear. Mm. Uh <laughs> uh. No, honestly,
0: that's I have a big issue. Even my sisters make fun of me. I have big big issue. I don't like collecting stuff from people, like even especially men. You cannot. I will not. If you say I've never been to a club and someone else, I'd be like, no, I could be, I could do. Oh, you do this round and I do that round, okay. But I would never, I never collect stuff. I remember when I was small, age fourteen, my crush bought me five euro. uh, What's it called to buy credits so he can be speaking to me on the phone. Everyone else was eyeing and oohing and all of that. I told my mom the story years, years ago and she laughed at me. But I remember I called my sister Wura. I said, how much do you have in your piggy bank? Wura goes, two, two euro, 50 cent. I said, okay, good. I'll not eat sausage roll at school tomorrow. We'll add the other two euro. And I went, to, I really, I, at the end of the day, I went to the back. I said, thank you for the gesture, but here's the money oh I used God. to do it. I, like, I, don't, I don't have anything over my head. Don't have You took money from your sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, tomorrow you're not eating sausage. Because our mom gave us two euro every day to eat sausage. I said, tomorrow you're not eating sausage roll. Tomorrow I'm not eating sausage roll. We are giving this boy back his money. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> because listen, he will come back and say he wants something, and I'll just give him you. So you better drop me that to you real now. Anyway, so yeah, so people said they eat lunch for a whole day, give this money, give this guy his money back. And I told my mom the story ages when I was 18 years old. My mom laughed so much. because you're not, ah, you're not smart. Collect fight. She just laughed at me. She was like, That's a bit extreme. But then she was also like, Good girl, I raised you well, obviously. But yeah, it's just been my because I think for men if they do something small Definitely. for you, they want you to, you know, <laughs> they want you to yeah. drop something and which is not going to happen. So that's the way I... No, I life. completely agree. Yeah, I feel like I in like, some
2: situations, men, some some men, I'm not going to overgeneralize and say all men, but some men solely do things to help females out or just do things for them in the hopes of getting something into, in return. And the something's obviously sex because really most of, most of the times anyway. So yeah, I'm very cautious. If anybody that I'm... I can tell that you want something a bit extra. I kind of just shut it off. Like, if you see my block list on my phone and Instagram, you'd be shocked. I have over 100 contacts. But the minute the conversation is going left and I'm feeling like you want to ask for some extra block, like I don't even have time. Yeah,
0: block, 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 <laughs> Yeah,
1: I love
0: that. Oh, um, okay, so two final questions. So, you know, this topic is about, you know, African creepy uncles and all that but to any ma- any person any woman any man that's listening right now this is a fucking global issue mate just because we're african like, we're just pointing out the africans oh if boy, i go in the asian community about listen do, if i talk yep. about the stats, of the asian community like there's a whole movement going on in south korea right now because women are actively getting sexual assault and killed and let's talk about japan yeah. where they record women on trains or everything you just open up- computer <laughs> one day you see a punani like you get what i mean so don't even think that this is yeah. for selective type of men this is a global issue with men in general Boy. In general, don't even let me go to yeah. india in general
1: that is yeah. a whole
0: separate thing you guys agree?
1: completely completely like this is like uh even yesterday, so I was on a call with um, a lady that I'm trying to interview for my next magazine, yeah, and she was, it's about uh, gender and diversity and stuff, and she said that she was on a Zoom call the day before, and, um, and one of the men were like, oh, we've both uh, got our cameras switched on, why isn't your camera switched on, we thought we saw your profile picture on oh. LinkedIn, we thought we'd have a bit of fun. On a meeting, on a work meeting. I thought, what the hell? Yeah, like they were. She was like, "Excuse me, what?" They were like, "Yeah, like we thought you were gonna show us a little bit of your, you know, a little ah! bit of you with your lippy on." I'm like, "What?" Ah! I said, "Wow, this is this is just never gonna, no. this is never gonna be a thing where it's ending. It's just really no. bad." Even at work, like even when I used to go on press trips and stuff, like these the men would you can see and you can hear and how they you know talk afterwards. They be like, "Oh yeah, I can buy you your drink." I don't want your drink, thank you. Because after yeah. I've interviewed you, that should be the end. Yeah. So it is, and most of those men oh, were yeah. white middle-aged men. So there weren't there weren't any African uncles in sight. So it mm. doesn't it doesn't just um it doesn't it's not just directed to African men. You're right. It's every one of you. Y'all
0: need to shape up and stop being creepy. Especially those men in barbershops. Can you know...
2: talk about barbershop <laughs> I feel like the barbershop thing is actually is quite serious. Because yeah, in Swindon, there's this road called Manchester Road. And it's just a random road. And there's loads of barbers in that road. You know, I'm actually at my big age, I'm near 25. I am scared to walk down Manchester Road. Because I know the minute my foot enters Manchester United, everybody and their window, they'll all turn to be looking at your bum and I can only imagine what they're saying in the barbershop while you're walking past. I'm scared.
1: Honestly. Oh. And some of them even have yeah. the confidence to run outside of the bar. Yeah, excuse me. excuse me. Some, one time, one guy even pretended like I dropped money. He dropped money just so, so they could... Be, he said, oh, excuse me, he dropped something. I saw £10 on the floor. You know me. I thought, oh, maybe I actually did drop my £10. I went back. <laughs> He was like, "Oh yeah, no, baby." I just wanted to. I said, "Wow, wow, this is how <laughs> this is how low you guys are sleeping, yeah." Outrageous. I don't know. I I I don't. It's
0: sex that's sweet to them that they are doing know. all of that. So I, I mean, I think God it. definitely really made men and women it. definitely
2: <laughs> very different because I don't understand this urge of just wanting mm. something something young and sweet all the time. It's it's a bit mad, mm. <laughs> it's
1: like dogs. There's-
0: There's not a big majority, but there are also women who can be predators as well. It's just not a big majority. I'm calling everybody out. Your mom, your daddy, your sister, your uncle, (laughs) even the dog will get it today. So there's not a big majority. But there is a select, you know, there is some women out there who can be creeps as well. So if you're a woman and you're a creep, you're going to catch these hands as well. This is directed to you. Stop being a fucking Leave the small boys
2: alone, okay? Stop being a mama.
1: Honestly... Uh
0: exactly okay and now final question before we go so this is for i promise final final question this is for you know anyone who's listening and you know just for your younger self as well you're somewhere and by yourself and you know uh, uncle or you know i'm not even gonna say african an older man is making you very uncomfortable he's touching you what will you do one
2: big dirty slap and leave
1: Yep. But, okay. I I'm would a... scream. Just scream as loud as I can. I don't care if I look mad for the little while, or the little moment. As long as I scream and people know, that's your business. Yeah. Whatever happens. Even if it's my uncle, I know him from early. <laughs> I'll pretend. I said, stranger. Hey, rape. Oh, please. Oh, stop. By the time I do that, you're disgraced. Period. You know what you've done. You can't even touch it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so to anyone who's listened, these
0: are my top tips I would give you. God give you a voice for a reason. If you're ever in a you know in a setting that's being screw school, raise your voice. Also, the police is your friend in some situations. Bring out your phone and say, "Sir," even though I yeah. don't even give him one because then he'll attack you. To say, sir, I need to go to the toilet. Call the police and find somewhere to hide." find people with large gatherings just run away scream do whatever you can do to bring attention to yourself And remember keep your phone with you girls i know we like to drink we like to get lit also girls don't go anywhere by yourself my friends here we've never when we're in a club like this no matter how drunk we are we're looking out for each other mm-hmm. i go oh i'll where sam sam is the bathroom she went that two minutes ago she doesn't come back in another two minutes we're going to mm-hmm. go and look for her you know this sort of situation yeah be your, you know, be your friend's best, you know, be your friend's protector. Basically, it shouldn't have to be because uh, my job is not to be a, you know, bodyguard. But you know what? I'm bodyguard for my girls for life, and they're bodyguards to me as well. Keep an eye on your friends. Don't let them go anywhere alone. And you know, use that voice. Anything pops off, scream like, <laughs> scream like the <laughs> devil is there. <laughs> <laughs> okay ladies and that is it for us at what the fuck is going on guys thank you so much for listening but you know just share with your share this you know share this podcast with your friends your family and even your haters let them you know god said be nice to even your haters let them be hearing something good and something even the sweet. uncles that you <laughs> so, feel like you are inappropriate just drop the link to
2: them on WhatsApp, on Facebook, just let them know. If you don't want to tell them that they are Peters, just give them this link and listen, so they know that it's directed towards them.
0: Exactly, and <laughs> let it just say, i just say, "Oh God, you know those yep. kind of things." Say, "God just told me to drop this for you." Happy Sunday, <laughs> happy Sunday, Sunday, I'm happy, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> happy Sunday. At least that they are good. Like that's what you need to do. So, guys, please listening to our stuff. Keep sharing with your friends and family, and keep talking to us on all our social media platforms. We tell you this all the time. We are like. We don't sleep. Actually, we do sleep. But we promise to respond in two to three hours because Abby (laughs) does not sleep. (laughs) So message us on other social media platforms if you have any questions, if you you want to just talk to us. We're friends with you guys. You're our friend. If you have any ideas, any thoughts, anything, talk to us and just engage with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at what the fuck is going on. We love you guys so much and see you in the next two weeks, right, ladies? Yes, this is sweet. We love you. Yes. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.